Are we doing a sound check? Okay. Yeah, let's do a sound check. Okay. All do right. you know a good joke? Knock knock. Who's there? It's me, Anson. Oh, what's up, Anson? I don't know. I drank too much coffee today. What the fuck? <laughs> right, let's go. You know what? That came the podcast intro. Oh my god. Oh, he just wanted to see if Chris is okay. Oh, okay. She probably sent a snap to him and said, Oh, I'm dying. Oh, oh, okay. Because, you know, that's what she loves to do. Bitch about stuff. Why are you so mean to me? Because you're on mic. <laughs> oh, shit. Just kidding. I love you. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of What's Wrong With You by Apaka Paro. This is Anson speaking. And I'm Mika. And today, we'll be talking about our potential goals in the future? Yeah, the future, basically. The future. The future. And capitalized. I will show you the world. <laughs> Disclaimer, Anson drank coffee that was too strong this morning. So I drank sounds... way too much coffee this morning. I think it's equivalent to, what, perhaps three espresso shots? <laughs> two? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Fuck, man. It's too much. It's too much. Okay, so while Anson's high on caffeine, which is a stark contrast to last week's actions, we will talk about our optimistic goals for the future. So Anson, let's start off with the easy question. What are your goals in the next, like, five years? Have a stable job. That's it? Well, you're saying, like, simple goals, right? Yeah, but goals. Okay, goals. Well, uh... Not not a stable job, like just a stable source of income. Could be anything. Okay. Ideally, I wanted to work. I would. I would. I would. Oh my God! Words. Um. Yeah. Ideally, I would want to work for myself. Really. You know? I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to work for someone. In five else. years. I mean, when I say work for myself, I mean like starting company. You know. Seriously. Yeah, five to ten In years. In five years. I I I would say that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, five years. Yeah. Should. Mm, actually, maybe not. Maybe ten years. But, I mean, I'm being optimistic here. Five years, you know, the faster the better, right? Mm. But I guess I mean there's still some, um, there's still good things to do if you like working for someone else. You know, you still get to gain experience. You get to see how people actually want to run a business before starting your own one. But yeah, I mean, ideally, I would want to be in charge of my own company. Okay, what else? What else? Uh, I well, I want to have I want to be able to live comfortable comfortably. Okay. So it's like um, have enough money to actually buy groceries and have a place to stay. Okay. That's what I, that's what I would consider comfortable. Okay. Uh, what else? Five years, five years is pretty short actually. Oh, I want to graduate from from <laughs> university <laughs> by then, which should be like. Based on the path I'm going to now, I should be graduating in three and a half years, I would say. Okay. Because um, if I consider that one more year of, co- of co-op. So, three and a half years like, from today. And then I have one and a half years to... Um, one and a half years to um, perhaps be working at another company, like a big one, ideally. See how the operations run, how they manage stuff. And then... Once I have some experience, then maybe I can go forward with, um, you know, actually building up the brand more. Okay. What about 10? What about 10? Well, what, uh, for 10, 
Well, in 10 years, I'll be 30. So I would probably want to get married by then. Uh, it's, it's probably too early to start a family. I don't think I want to start a family that early, but I don't want to push it too late as well. Uh, yeah. God, shit. I mean, I'm just thinking, right? In 10 years, I'll be 30. What the fuck? Okay, what, what's wrong with that? It just seems so fast, you know? 10 years. Mm. Like, when you're thinking about your when you're 30, right? Seems very away. Yeah. I mean, actually, even now, like, there's people from our high school that's already getting married and shit. I'm like, yeah. what? Like, you know, they're getting married at 20, and most of these guys, they're also, like, white people. So even if they're in my grade, they are one year younger than me. So, what, well, they're getting married at 19? 19. I'm like, what the fuck? But I guess white people do what white people do, right? But... I think these are like a specific group of white people, not in general. Well, then our our high school had a lot of this specific group of people then. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I guess these guys, they can afford to. Like, uh, for example, there's this guy that I won't name names, but he, uh, he didn't go to college, but he started doing, uh, I think he became an electrician or something. Okay. Uh, basically took an apprenticeship. And then, you know like how blue collar jobs are yeah. back in um, America, right? Like, you earn good money. Yeah. So, I don't know how much he's earning, but it's probably like pretty good stable Decent, income. Yeah. yeah, which is you know like I think about him like that's good and all. And then I think about Malaysia. You know, if you are like a plumber, if you're an electrician, chances are you're earning fuck all. Yeah, which is kind of sad. But you know what? Minimum wage. Sure, yay for everyone. Um. 10 years You know what Maybe I'll have a family In 10 years But Maybe I want to Push that a little bit Further until like I actually have More money So like In th- in 10 years When I'm 30 I would like to go on A extended holiday Okay With Preferably Grace Depending on how things go So we go on An extended holiday We Sightsee We go and like be tourists and shit You know Just have fun for A long time You know <laughs> it's, it's like a sabbatical I think Okay <laughs> So like Months Yeah sure Months You know Serious? Yeah that, I mean that'd be interesting Oh cool Okay I mean I do like the idea of that Just Go off and Have a holiday hmm. That'd be quite nice to do Another goal that I want to do In 10 years Would be to Attend at least one of each major league like major league games so for example um, I want to attend a baseball game I want to attend a football game I want to attend a soccer game and I want to attend a basketball hockey game or even to a basketball game oh yeah yeah so you know the big leagues uh, N- NHL uh, the NFL yeah yeah uh, all those stuff Premier League so yeah that'll be another goal which I'll probably try to accomplish during the long holiday <laughs> <laughs> Yeah That's That's about my goals Cool What about yours? Okay so uh, In five years Assuming like No major shift in Like mine Takes place Which I can't Say for sure I'll probably be working Like on my business The same way uh, Hopefully Hopefully done with college Whether if I drop out Or I graduate Whichever one It's just that I don't want to do it For that long 
then in 10 years, I'll be doing the same thing. Yeah, grinding. Hey, you know, if you're in college to end faster, you could take six classes a year, a semester. You can. You can. You request special permission? You have to request for special permission? Yeah, that tracks won't let you. Oh, really? Hmm. Oh, I guess unless you're an engineer then. Well, you... I mean, the most you can... How much do you save? You save like one semester, basically. That's it. One semester is four months. Well, you save like six months. Wait, how many classes do we need? We need five a semester, ten a year. So 40 classes. If you take six classes, you'll be done in, in seven semesters. So you just save one semester. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not really that good. Yeah, that's not that good okay. at all. <laughs> yeah, that's not worth it then. <laughs> that's not worth it, yeah. Because Mr. Brewster was talking about his college, and I think he took up to like seven classes in a semester. Just once. to graduate faster? Yeah, he graduated like a year faster or something. Well, yeah, that makes sense. But that's crazy, you know, 21 credit hours. Imagine that. Well, yeah, he's just got no lives, that fucker, so. Um, what was the, what was the next one? Shit. Who or what influenced these goals? Hmm. Good question, actually. Who or what influenced these goals? Um. So my dad has a friend that. Uh, I would say that like uh, is I I think he's he's like one of his best friends. Okay. He stays in the uh, KL, which is uh, Kuala Lumpur, which is the city center, the capital of Malaysia. Yeah. And every time we go to KL, we would go and visit him, and okay. we would like stay in his place for a few days. Um. Yeah, I would say that he he's like one of the big influences of like my life goals because really? yeah, because this guy like he in Malaysia, he's considered like one of the top like top 1% easily. Okay. Like um he works at as a manager for this big um telecommunication company and he retired at like f- he retired at 40 something. Oh, 45ish. Okay. And now, he already has enough money to retire, but the reason he didn't retire was that the company literally begged him to stay because he was that good. Oh. He, he didn't want to work anymore. Like, he was like, he was done. And then the company's like, hey, 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 if you stay for another two years, we'll give you, like, this crazy amount of salary. And I'm like, and he was like, uh, but I really want to retire. And the company's like, please, please, just two more years, please. And he's like, okay, fine, I'll work for you for two more years. I mean, fucking hell, imagine how good you have to be for a company to, like, back you to yeah. stay. Um, yeah, but then, he's done a lot of things. Like, uh, his passive income, like, from, from rent and shit, easily, probably, like, close to triple digits. How is, how, like, old is he? Same age as my dad, so 47. Oh, cool. Young, like, he's very young. Yeah. I mean, you know, and he was the one that told me about his, like, his three pillars or something so basically his goal in life is to have um, financial stability healthy uh, healthy body and a happy family okay so that very like heavily influence what I want to do as well like what, what, what I want to achieve uh, yeah I mean that's basically it and also like he Whenever we go over to his place, he and my dad would like talk a lot, and I just really enjoy listening to them talk, like you know, adult talk. But it's very interesting, you know. They'll be talking about a bunch of different things that were that are like way out of my league back back then because I was like what, fourteen, fifteen, and I was a dumbass then. I didn't really care about 
you know, politics or like uh, financial stuff. But you know, they keep talking, and then like he keep, uh, he kept uh, how to say, reinforcing the importance of, uh, fin- like finance. Um, how to, for example, look at companies' uh, how do you call it, the income statements and all those stuff. Yeah, the balance sheet. De- yeah, balance sheet determine if the company is like um, actually profitable to um, to invest in or not. Uh, and then he he would like he he's, he keeps he keeps telling me stuff like um, these people that are like very successful you know this is what they did to become successful so like one of them is like um, they know they know they're really good at analyzing a company's um, profitability and like all these uh, income statements balance sheets and then he said that he's too old to learn this stuff now and then he's like you're young now you should probably still learn this when you can <laughs> and I'm like okay I'll try but then like you know I didn't <laughs> because I I mean I'm taking finance now and I'm like fuck that yeah I don't really enjoy that much I'm actually good at accounting I actually quite enjoy accounting it's just finance is like shit no <laughs> um, I just I just finished a finance homework yeah it was uh, eight questions mm. and then when we answer the questions the professor gave us eight multiple choice options to choose from oh shit and like eight is a lot of options right yeah <laughs> I think out of eight questions I only have two questions that I was like for sure I know the answer the rest is like my answer is not in the options I fucked up somewhere <laughs> I don't know what I fucked up but I fucked up so it's just so depressing you know it's like you spent I literally spent two hours yesterday doing this and I'm like I got this you know I think I got this went to key in my answers and then I was like nope I fucked up <laughs> <sighs> finance but yes, um, yeah. <laughs> coffee does weird things to you. Yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, this is not even coffee. This is this is finance fucking my brain right now. Fucking hell, man. It's even it's just it's not even like hard stuff. It's simple stuff. It's like just future values and present values and annuities. You know, it should be easy, but it's not. I don't know why. Like I look at examples, I'm like. Oh yeah, that's how you do it, and then I do it, and then I'm like, that's not the right answer. What? Why? <laughs> oh. And then I've recently found out that I have another assignment for finance due in like a week, and then also I have a OM quiz as well, so that's fun. Yee! <laughs> I'm so glad <gasps> I'm not doing business. <sighs> We're still recording, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about you? What influenced your worldview? Your family? Uh, like, probably, yeah, I guess my family. It's like the opposite of what all, like my family believes. So it's like, yeah, I, I didn't really have like a role model like you. I just like kind of came up with it based on like seeing what like my family did. And I'm like, okay, fuck that. Fuck that. This is okay, but fuck the rest. And I just, like, made it up. So you kind of went through, like, a process of elimination, pretty much. Kind of. So, you know, what your dad did, he's like, that's bad, don't do it. Yeah, I mean, 
in a way they are still role models, you know, because like anti role models. Yeah, anti role models, yeah. Yeah, yeah, anti role models. Hmm. I Who guess is, sorry, sorry, go on. I guess like another big influence like in the recent year has been uh, Gary V actually. Mm. So if you you y'all don't know, um Gary Vaynerchuk is like this super successful uh business dude that runs like a m- marketing agency, but he also talks about like motivation and happiness and all that shit. And that stuff really speaks to me. Like stuff like patience and like humility and gratitude, those were really triggering things to me before because like I just used to get hammered it into me like as a kid you have to be grateful you have to be patient all that shit so I was like fuck you fuck all that and I was really opposed to it but for some reason like when Gary when I hear Gary V talk about it for long enough it starts to make sense so I would say he's he's a big role model honestly Gary if you're listening keep crushing it he's probably not listening but whatever <laughs> next time you email Gary V you're gonna put in the title hey daddy <laughs> <laughs> no oh my gosh <laughs> But yeah, like love the process. Ah, Gary. I don't know. Like influence Dude, that's so sad. What? It's like the things that you're saying now, it's like things that your parents should have taught you, but then you're just like fuck them and then now you're like Gary V be my daddy. Well, no, it's just because your intentions can be good as hell, but if you execute it wrong, you still fuck up. That's and, true. And that's what like th- that's what I'm trying to get like them to like see. It's not just to spite them, like, like my dad who who does believe like a lot of the same things I do. He has good intentions. Yeah, he just has, he doesn't know how to like, express them in. A he good he way. doesn't know or he doesn't care about the fact that if you don't express it in a good way, I'm not gonna fucking listen because that's the way like it works. So I'm trying to tell him like we're on we're we're agreeing to the same thing. It's just that I'm saying like your way is fucked up. It's the same way like when I try and reach out to people like that that girl that I met in English class. And I tried to reach out that way. That's how I fucked up. Because it doesn't matter if my intentions are good. It's like... By the way, the article's not published. So that was just an internal anecdote. But yeah, that's my influence. So you have these goals. How do they like impact your daily life? Like, What are you doing in your daily life that builds up to them? Mm. Well, I'm in university. So that's, that's part of... Like, you know, doing some educating myself, uh, learning skills, which could be self-taught, but you know what, I'm in university, so that's that as well. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's about it. Like, just living day-to-day, trying to learn stuff when I can. That's, that's just the process, you know? It's a slow grind. It's not yeah. like you can do, you know, it's not like a game where you can grind specifically towards this by collecting stuff. You just have to keep, you know, this is real world. You just have to keep collecting different stuff and eventually you might find something that's going to be useful. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, for example, right now, I'm really finding interest in uh, Excel stuff, okay. like doing a lot of stuff using Excel, um, the Excel worksheets. So I'm just using them when I can, you know, doing homework, uh, even using it as a calculator just for the fuck of it. <laughs> um also, I'm learning how to use the Adobe Suite as well, specifically mm. the Illustrator and the After Effects. Illustrator? Well, I mean, Illustrator because to I have to the, yeah. draw things to animate them, right? Uh, yeah, but a lot of times, like, this type of, like, self-learning, it's 
it's very hard to be motivated when you have nothing to work to work towards. So like for example, right now I'm working on like uh, doing stuff for let's say your channel, right? Like the animation and stuff. That's like a, a concrete project that I can work towards, and I know that that's good because that will help my skills. Mm. But when that's like done and done, I find it very hard for myself to find new projects that I can mm. work on. You know, the other day I was talking about to this. A uh, lady who was handing out flyers for this like life purpose event for like people who are leaving university, because people apparently like according to her people learn go to university and learn all this stuff, but they still don't know where to go. So I feel like that's actually like a big deal, like the oh, yeah. bottom down versus top down, bottom up versus top down thing with knowledge. Yeah, I I can definitely feel that too. It's like. Because you spend your whole life in education, right? Like you start from when you're six, yeah. you go to kindergarten, you go to primary school, middle school, high school, and then you come out, you go to university, and when you're done with that, you're like, oh, okay, now that I have no one else to guide me to, you know, just learn stuff, what do I do with the things I learn? Hmm. And in a lot of cases, like, the skills you learn might not even be used in your workplace. Like uh, right now, my friend uh, Pranav, he's working for he's working as a sales person in Taylor's, and Taylor's Taylor's. Oh my god, sorry. You say Taylor's. I know. Like okay. Taylor's Swift. That's okay. why I was confused. Taylor's, and he met a guy there, that that's a business graduate, right? Okay. So I mean, Pranav, he doesn't even have a degree. Like he he's a university like. Uh, I guess dropout wouldn't be the correct word because he's just taking a break. Like first year. Yeah, like a yeah. university first year in a totally unrelated field. It's computer science, by the way. Yeah. And he's doing sales, and the guy in business with a business degree, he's doing the same thing as he's doing. Mm. You know, so. All the four years that he spent, all the money he spent on his education. Doesn't really give him an edge over someone like Pranav. You know, it's like. You feel like the education, the years you spend, is just wasted, mm. and I'm just trying to like find something that I can do when I'm done with my degree that I can actually put my, you know, four years of work into that, so mm. that I won't feel wasted. But a lot of times, I think that that's not gonna happen because no matter what job you go into, you're gonna have to like relearn new things. Yeah. Um. You know. So, that's that. Hmm. So like for example, like stuff like Adobe Suite, those can be very widely translated into a bunch of different things. Yeah. So those are like useful skills. Uh, coding would be another useful skills. You know, coding can be easily transferred into a bunch of different industries. Same with, uh, guess finance or accounting. Like or writing, I guess. Or writing, yeah. You know, skills like this would be skills that, I, would want myself to learn, but my bitch ass is not motivated enough to learn this. <laughs> Bitch, there's a lot of work that I need to do every day. That I if know. you want, you can chip in, like, like for editing, the, yeah, filming, editing. Mm-hmm. like the editing the podcast, distribution, engaging with people on like all the social media mm-hmm. stuff, creating ads, not just the ads in Ads Manager, but the creative. So like making all those pictures with quotes and shit. Experimenting with what creative works best, video, what kind of video, all those block letters. Those block letters take a long time to make. In the videos. Yeah, because you have to individually like create each title, and then each title is like half a second, because of the fast pace, right? Oh, in the like when you're editing the movie. Yes, the yes, videos. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those take a long time. Those take a long time. So I mean, it's not exactly 
learning like like you can learn Premiere Pro, which is the video editing, in like thirty minutes from nothing. But when you do it right repeatedly, you learn something else. You learn the ethic of sitting down in the same spot for two hours working on one like ten second clip, you know? So there's like a lot of stuff that goes along with it. But that you only get by like actually doing shit. But if you want to do shit, there's a lot of shit to do. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Actually, I recently, uh, just yesterday, I went to a business, a career fair. Yeah, and then, I saw that shit. Yeah, so I sat down one-on-one with this uh, resume advisor, which okay. uh, previously gave a talk in my class. Okay. And she's fucking amazing, by the way. Like, I love her talk. Okay, uh, what, what was good about it? Uh, just how fast-paced and straight to the point she is. Oh, yeah, know? yeah. She's like, no BS. I work in this industry for 20-something years now as like a... Like a light liaison between companies and students, like okay. you know, basically she's a uh, part of this, this group on campus called the Korea Career Connect group, which yeah. is um for students to get jobs. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I know what companies want, you know. Oh. Okay. So specifically in the talk, she was giving us a uh, advice on how to craft your cover letters and resume. Oh. Okay. So like you know, the difference is very big. Like I went with a friend who didn't listen to the talk okay. and I look at his resume and it's just a bunch of like shit you know it's like <laughs> you no know, 10-point font and then the whole thing was just text it was just inelegant and it's just a pain in the ass to even look at and then you compare it to mine I'm not trying to brag but I am like you know I, I just follow the format you know and it's like it's so clean everything you know everything has a purpose there's no wasted words no wasted space that's you know like companies one of the make like the key things that she hit on in the presentation when companies that when companies look at your resume and cover letter they are not looking to say yes they are looking to say no oh interesting and that's a that's a very good mindset to have like it's no it's like not a good mindset to have that's a very good thing to understand to understand you know like shit that that makes sense, you know. When company look look at your resume, they read even one typo and they're like, "Nope, out." Hmm. Which sounds harsh, but that's the way that's it is. Way right? it when they have to go through like hundreds of resumes, you know, you you're not gonna be saying yes to all of them. You're gonna say no to them, and then the ones that they can say no to, they will have to pow and then they will interview you. Hmm. So that point really hit me hard. I'm like. Shit, yeah, I never thought about that. I keep thinking, you know, companies want you. Hmm. But no, they, I mean, like, they want you, but then they they want to find a reason to say no to you before they want you. Hmm. Um, what else did she do? Um, no, but you were ter- telling about the career fair and you saw her. Yeah, yeah, so I basically sat down with her. Oh, yeah, sorry. So I sat down with her, we had a chat, you know, she reviewed my resumes. And one of the key things that she hit on a lot is that when you're writing your resumes, you want to list out your soft skills. Okay. Time management? Yeah, so so, yeah, uh, time management, uh, teamwork, all those stuff, right? Like skills, for example, being able to do pivot tables in Excel, being able to, I don't know, draw a masterpiece in Adobe Illustrator in 30 minutes. Those are skills and those are good to have. But more importantly, you also have to list out your soft skills that you gain from doing oh, things okay. such as you know what type of soft skills did I learn from doing a podcast yeah, what yeah. type of soft skills did I learn from 
you know, uh, engaging with influencers on Instagram okay, for so Apple Apparel. She said that, and the point is, the point is, I do not want to like you know. It's important to work for skills, but it's also important to also work on the soft skills. Okay. But like the thing with soft skills is that it's very hard to truly pinpoint them, unless you're very. Honest and very objective with yourself, like self-aware. Yeah, which yeah, is something that which is something that I already know that I'm not <laughs> very good at. Like I would say that I'm, I'm okay honest. But then you know when you're doing a personality personality test, for example, and they ask you a question, you you try to think of like, you try to think of yourself in a good way, right? Like yeah. if you see someone on the street get hit, what would you do? You know, you will confront the attacker or you run away. And then always in the personality test, I would say, yeah, I'll confront the attacker. You know, like you know, like uh, okay, maybe not even like attacker. Maybe say like a bully. You know, I'll yeah. confront the bully, but in real life, I might just tend to avoid confrontation at all costs because that's who I am. Yeah. So. That like that kind of self awareness, it's very hard for someone like me to, have, hmm. to be truly objective with myself because I don't think I will like what I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm the opposite. Yeah, I'm I'm true opposite. Yeah, so I I would say because of that, it's very hard for me to like, truly know what type of soft skills I have. Like you know, for example, companies like soft skills, soft skills like um, you know, you work well with other people, you are good with time management and stuff. And then you know, I I can write things like, oh, I'm good at teamwork, but then like I know I'm not because I don't like <laughs> working with. Other people, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, just stuff like that. I guess uh, another thing I would point out, I would bring up is that before the podcast, you mentioned that Grace was bitching about me bitching about SMO class, right? Yeah. Um, SMO class, SMO is basically strategic management and organization. The main thing I don't like about that class right now is because um. We have to do a lot of active participation, and I'm being placed into a group of people that, like I'm being, uh, and then we all were randomly placed into groups. Okay. Groups of four. The thing with my group is that, the three other guys, they are already friends. Oh, they already know each other. Shit. Like not even know each other. They sit on the fucking same row. They sit like pretty much next to each other. Like they're close. You know. It's like, fuck. Because every time we have like a. Group discussion and shit. I'll just be on the side, you know, like, because there are like three white dudes and like one guy. It's like he's, he's very always off task, you know. When people are talking about how to do a, he's talking about all the shoes he bought from Alibaba or some shit like that. <laughs> it's just very annoying to have to work with people like that, you know. <sighs> yeah. That's why you don't like the class. That's why I don't like the class. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, I, maybe I should, like, maybe I should contact. Professor and talk to her about it, but like you know, already like it's already been like a week or two now, and then like I'll still be in the same class with them. It's kind of awkward if yeah. I just like switch groups. You know, it's like yeah, I don't, I just don't, really don't know how I'm gonna approach that. <laughs> and we have assignment due in like two weeks, less than that, and like so far nothing. <laughs> <sighs> okay, in your daily life, wait, did I answer that question? So the question was, um, what influenced you the most? No, after that, it was like, what do you do in your daily life? Okay. Um, 
Yeah, Anson probably already knows the answer. I, I mean, I just work a whole lot. I make videos. I do this podcast. I write. I put myself out there. I make art. I learn new stuff all the time. I'm getting into music production right now, actually. Yeah, so just becoming a better person and, like, getting smarter. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, by the way, doing all this stuff and going to university as well. Because most of the time, when people do, like, YouTube videos, they want to publish, like, daily videos, they actually do YouTube full-time. Yeah, I do do daily uploads. Yeah, and that's crazy because these people, they're doing YouTube full-time. You're doing YouTube, I would say, like, right now it's full-time too because you're doing, like, one video a day, right? Yeah. So not only are you doing that, you're also working on Apaka Apparel, you're working on your own stuff, you're learning how to do music. Music, art as art, well. Yeah, and then like you're also attending university. And, and exercising, doing... that yeah. takes up a lot of time. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I guess in a way, like all this stuff can be content too. Yeah. Like learning how to music produce, you know. Uh, Twitch streamers, you know, they have all these like in real life. Oh, that's streams. a fantastic idea, actually. Like, you know, they're just doing their own shit, and people like pay them to watch. Like, what the fuck? I mean, it's like obviously the more popular streamers, they are like gamers, and then mm-hmm. they actually have something to do. But then there's also a lot of like in real life streamers that just do their own shit. Yeah, I know an artist, Madeline Bailey. By the way, once you listen to her music, your ears will be like. Blessed for life Madeline Bailey Look her up on Spotify She's fucking amazing But she is a singer She's okay Shut the fuck up Maddie I love you Um, She's a singer That does like Fortnite streaming on Twitch And like lots of people And get, get engaged by that She go, does it with her fans I think it's pretty I don't game But if I did I would I would watch <laughs> Um, Yeah Yeah dude Honestly Consider Twitch streaming Like you know Um I guess if you're drawing stuff on an iPad, you can set up like a camera above looking down and then, you know. Or, I don't know how you would do this, but maybe you can even record your screen as well. Yeah, you can. That's what I did for the video. Okay, yeah. I mean, just, you know, things like that. Yeah, so yesterday I did a video where I downloaded Procreate for the first time and drew something on YouTube. Um, that was fun, actually. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I feel like this podcast has been more like a rumble, se- like a r- rumble rambling session, you know. Yeah, just who, talking about a bunch of shit. Who cares? I guess yeah. Yeah, it's just hearing people talk. Honestly, sometimes I want to listen to podcasts just so I can hear someone else's voice. Cause I'm like just talking to myself all day. I don't yeah. care what you talk about as yeah. long as it's not university. Yeah, podcast Spe- is podcast. Speaking of university, actually, I had this like epiphany when I was walking around in uh university today. So it's like, um, I'm not the average university student. No. Because of my schedule and my like priorities. Yes. Um, and I'm not saying that just to say, like, I'm better than you, all of the university students. I'm just trying to, like, understand, like, why that is. And I feel like a lot of university student culture is is influenced by the, the pervasive culture of, like, the fact that a lot of people are doing it as a means to an end. Like, they're not doing university because they love the process. They, they want to do it because they think it's going to help them in the future. And a lot of times, like Eng... It's not, like, really fun for a lot of people. My girlfriend is different. She loves it. But most people, no. So there's this culture of, like, grind, grind, grind in the day and then party hard. And then, like, there's the the work hard, play hard thing. Like, you've heard of that phrase, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's, like, I think it was, like, mis- misunderstood. It's because, like, I think a lot of people understand it as, like, 
you you like you're in your life you're supposed to work hard and play hard so you're supposed to like do stuff that makes you really unhappy and then do stuff that makes you happy like play hard just to account for that which I, I don't think that's the meaning the meaning i think to me is like work really like put yourself into what you love and then rest so that you can put yourself back in again so it's like a healthy balance rather than like you go at both ends do what you really hate and then drink your face off or smoke weed or like not 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 anything against smoking weed but you get what i mean so like that just really hit me it's like completely different it's not like i feel like a lot of university culture it's like not even that you're trying to enjoy yourself it's not even like you're trying to like the process it's that everyone's just accepted that going to class and like doing school and studying is not fun but they account for that with like partying and like like i don't know what people do the rest like watch netflix and stuff and that's like a pervasive culture would you would you say that that's kind of like accurate that's just my observation i'll say that's accurate but i'll also say that you know sometimes people are forced to go to classes that they do not enjoy hmm. and in that case you know for me it would be smo yeah. Like and I didn't want to take the class but I had to because it's uh, one of the core classes, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't just like not take it because I have to. And you know like I don't want to go. I just skip it yesterday, but there's always group work and things that I need to do, you so need to catch up, right? Yeah, kind of have to attend class, you know, even though there's no participation. Yeah, it's just, it feels it feels wrong to not go to that class. But yeah. that's a that's a good Good thought. It, it it just it just hit me. I mean, and this isn't like I usually have very strong opinions about university, especially. But this time, I was just like, I felt like a little bit of like, like, I I don't want to make it sound like I'm like better than all y'all, but like, it's just like pity, because you got like tens of thousands of people that are, not already not even in, but like studying their asses off in high school, working like their whole lives to get to this place. Just because everyone else says you have to go to university and then get a job, and that's the way you're supposed to do it. Like I know this fantastic artist. Do you know Sophia? Sophia Ong. No, migrate. So there's this really good artist in migrate. I love her style. She does like pencil and uh color pencil, like really, uh, realistic life drawings, and I think her art is like amazing. But she's going to um uni for to do like psychology or something and i asked her like why don't you like make a career out of your art because that shit's like amazing and then she's like well you know artists don't get money and it's like it blows my mind like as someone who likes stuff that's so like traditionally saying like you'll never make money out of that like making videos drawing shit talking podcasts all this stuff like all people you talk to all people and they say like that shit doesn't get you paid no i mean for artists I can I would say that that's more of a that's like it you know it's very hard to earn money as an artist that's bullshit though like I mean they don't even stop to consider the fact but they didn't that, try growing it that's why yeah they don't even try but and then the thing the thing is like you know if parents don't like that and it's very hard especially if you're Asian in her case to convince your parents to you know hey you know let me not go to university for a year and let me do this art thing and let me try to expand it and see how it goes it it's very hard to do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I think like eventually you hit a point where you realize that it's there's nothing worse than living your life based on what other people think, and I think you should take the initiative like early on. I'm a little bit biased just because 
following what my family wants me to do is like completely out of question because my family are a bunch of like really demanding people. But like, I don't know, you should just do what you love. You'll be so much happier. All these like other things that are like short shortcomings, like, um, like all the insecurities you have and all that shit, like stuff that will hit you later on in life and will probably transfer onto your kids, in my case, like it did, it stems from the fact that like you're just not happy with your job, which you're going to be spending like half your life literally doing. Like you're going to be working for like four years. So it like blows my mind that at, from like such an early age, like so many people are setting themselves up for like a life pain. of pain. Yeah. yeah. And on that bombshell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. But sometimes, you know, life is life. You might not want to do something, but you end up have to. Hmm. Not everyone is as fortunate or as lucky as, you know, some other people who got to do what they love. For their, for their life, you know? Sometimes people, they come from a poor family. They had to struggle, you know, minimum wage jobs. And then, you know, people, for example, coming from Philippines to work in Canada, uh, working minimum wage and sending half of that money back to Philippines and then keeping the half for themselves. Sometimes people cannot do things they enjoy because they have other more important responsibilities to yeah, attend to. Yeah, I mean, I respect that. But the thing with school is it's an active choice that's expensive. It's not like you're working like a night shift at Walmart to support your family. That's different. This is like you're shelling out tons of money because college has a brand that you think people will respect when they see, oh, you're a business graduate from this school, that school. And they think people will like, it'll like give you like, what's that word? clout i guess like status yeah i don't know it's just it's just fucked up to me well there's also a bunch of students like you know in canada like for the locals that work their ass off part-time to pay for their fees and like take out student loans and shit Mm. so i mean these people right like they believe that going to university will improve their life Mm. You know, they might be able to earn more money They might be doing other things Maybe some, like, they even do things They even go to university because that's what they enjoy Mm. You know, uh, doctors, they have to take a science degree And that's what they want to do, right? That's what they enjoy Well, yeah, I mean, of course there are people who enjoy it Case in point, Tian, my girlfriend, she loves it But I feel like the vast majority of people don't And I'm pretty sure that's true Yeah, actually, that's it's pretty accurate because especially in North America, if you don't go to university, there's still a lot of things that you can do to earn yourself yeah. money. Come on, that like you live in fucking if you're a Canadian PR citizen, fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah. You get to work. Dude, let me tell you man. Uh my friend that works in the works for Talus. Okay. Okay. Uh right now he's still in training, so he's like mostly shadowing this other guy and like working with him. So this dude, right? Every sale for every sale he makes, basically he sells like a internet TV plans and, and shit. Uh, plans and shit. Every sale he makes, he earns like around a hundred dollars. What the? Okay, how many sales does he make like in a day? Uh, so he works like nine hour days. Like he works from eleven to like eight eight thirty. Okay. So it's a long day, right? But yeah. like, I think he averages maybe 
two sales a day. What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, but you know, two sales a day, that's $200, right? Yeah. $200 in nine hours, that's still better than minimum wage. That's still 20 something dollars. On a good day, he might get, I don't know, three, four sales? How much money is that? 400 bucks? Yeah. Uh, waiter in Boston Pizza, guy I met in class, talked to him for a bit. On a good day, works in Boston Pizza for four hours, earns $60 in wages, $100 in tips. Effectively, that's $40 per hour. Yeah. Hmm? You know, like, you can earn money in Canada, like in North America. Yeah. It's not hard to earn money, I would say. It's just... Well, that probably offend a lot of people. <laughs> well, I would say, like, the, there's people out there saying, like, it's the same with Malaysia, right? Because the cost of living is much lower. Cost of living is much lower and wage is much, much lower as well. And... By percentage, it's but, the same though. Uh, eh? I don't know. Yeah. But like, uh, but for Malaysia, if you want to get somewhere, you have to start your own business. That's pretty or much... Or go to college. Or go to college. But even like even going to college... Oh uh, yeah, the yeah. degree isn't really recognized. Yeah, the degree isn't really like that useful to you. Like newly... Like new grads from college in Malaysia, they earn about what? Nothing. 2,000 ringgit a month? Yeah. Uh, that's about seven hundred dollars, a little bit less than that in Canadian. That's nothing, especially with how high rent costs. Is. I yeah. think I'm pretty sure, like, if they even rent, like, you know, a one bedroom house, no roommates, like, that's about income. sixty seventy percent of their rent easy. Mm. That's not even including utilities as well. Mm. If you're like, if you're newly like a new grad in Malaysia, is you pretty much have to stay with your parents, mm. and then like you know, unless your parents have money you cannot start your own business hmm. because the banks won't lend you because you're a high-risk uh, asset. Well, the idea is you work your ass off and then save up for your business. But if you're earning so little... Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, maybe your idea was good, but then you have to spend 10 years working to get money to fund your business and by that time, someone else might already have the same idea. Yeah. Or maybe the idea, you know, the time's already gone for that idea. Hmm. It's just... It's hard. It's yeah, hard. I, I'm, I mean, we have a perception definitely that it's harder, like opportunity is less in Malaysia for this kind of stuff. I would say that it is, like objectively it is true. Like, But I don't know. We don't know, is the thing. Because we've never tried to do it. Eh? Yeah, that's, that's I mean, true. That, that's, that's what true. everyone thinks. That's everyone true. thinks that's that true. college is useful for you. I think it's a piece of shit. <laughs> and it's not true. And, and I'm, I'm right, for my case. So I don't know. I, uh, maybe Malaysia is... Like, what's really attractive to me about Malaysia is if I have, like, income that is... If you were to set up income that is independent of the government, so, like, online business, and you're only subject to, like, personal income tax, it would be much better to live in Malaysia than to live here. Mm. Because of the tax rate mm-hmm. and because of the cost of living. Well, but you also have to think about the economic situation and the social situation of well, Malaysia. Well, yeah, that's true. Like, you want to set up online business, sure, but then... um things might not work out the way you want it to be because uh, in Malaysia, last mile delivery is pretty shit. Yeah. And um, not as many people are using the internet, like, you know, uh, using well, better phones. I, okay, I should probably define that better. Well, if you're, if you're, you're just living in Malaysia mm-hmm. and your business runs in North America. Oh, yeah, that, that, will, that will be fine. That would be the dream. Imagine that. The thing is, though, like, money... Um, 
There's probably some like a bunch of rules and regulations that we know jack shit about because we are mean? not lawyers about like money leaving the country. What do you mean? You Oh, so you're saying like if your company is in North America, yeah. you pay your employee who's in Malaysia. You don't like you think that you're the first person to have this idea? It's not an idea that's revolutionary, it's yeah, just yeah. a setup that I'm thinking of. But then why don't more people do it if it's that good? Because it's hard to generate an income online. And it's hard to manage a company when you're like... Away, yeah. yeah. Living away. I mean, sure, you know. It's, I mean, it's just not that easy to like set up. Yeah. Unless you have like someone else that you can you know, stay in charge. Even back in, <laughs> even back in Penang, like my par- like my family, right? They run like the the business. They are tr- they are setting up new stores now, and then, like just the whole, setting up new store and finding people to actually manage the place, it's a fucking headache because, <laughs> you have to hire new people and then you actually have to assign other people from your current stores into the new store that you can actually trust them to run the company and shit like run the new store, it's. It's hard, man. It's very hard. Like, imagine doing that when you're in, like, Canada. You know? Like, you can see how how, how hard that is. But that's a physical business. That's not an online business. Yeah. How do we end this episode? This monster of an episode? <laughs> I don't know. Just have a good day. Don't drink too much coffee. <laughs> no, like what ad- I did. advice. You gotta give it on, like... We don't have to always give... What advice do we have to give that people listen to? We are 20-year-old, like, students, man. I don't know, like, I mean, bef- I guess, like, the older you get... Use a condom. What the fuck? I mean... The older you get, what I was gonna say is, the older you get, the more you should start to question things. Like, because when you, and the older you get, the more responsible you get. And when you have more responsibility, you should really take, like, your decisions more seriously. Do what you love. Do what you love. Do what you love. And use a condom. See you next week. Bye-bye.